welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. This is your boy, Asante Dyer, a.k.a. Demigod. Um, we're doing a format a little bit different today. Uh, I know I sound a little nasally and shit like that, but I'm Gucci. But, you know, I was just exposed to some people. So just trying to keep Chris and our co-hosts safe, obviously. You know, testing negative, but, you know, you still got to be, uh, take precautions and you got to be responsible with uh, other people's health. So, um, we here. We got uh, my co-host Chris with us today. How you guys doing, man? Welcome to the Demigod Chronicles. Bienvenida a Demigod Chronicles, and gracias por escuchando. And we got a, a very special guest, uh, Chris. You can introduce him. A very intelligent. So, so this uh, is young man with us today. So this is, and this is. I want to also highlight something very, very important. So this is my brother Sean, man. And we went to high school together, but this is important. So we fell out we didn't not fell out we just didn't you know we just you know you grow yeah, up but we didn't talk yeah. to each other for like process of life like yeah like what three years maybe since we since, since we left high school since we left high school but this is how you know when like i feel like when you know a, ge- a relationship a friendship is genuine because when we started talking getting punch on instagram it's like it's like you didn't lose a beat like, we just started talking it was like yo this is what this was my boy he was always my boy we caught got called dinner and called lunch a couple times it's like yo that relationship's still there and it was cool because you could tell we both grew we go. We Fact. both grew as people because it could have been like, oh, we met up again. It's like, oh, he outgrew me to the point where like he can't even talk to me no more because it's like, what the fact. fuck is Christian on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Christian from high school, bro. You know what I'm exactly. If I was still Christian from high school, I'd have been like, I can't this talk to. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? We both grew. You know, we both grew as people. So when that relationship picked back up, it was like, yeah, we we could we still brothers. We still boys. Yeah, so nah, I'm happy here, man. He has a lot. You know, very like science, a very very intelligent man. He, Every time I talk to him, I learn something new. Like every every time I talk to him, I learn something new. It doesn't mean it beat. Like no matter, and I read a lot and I educate myself a lot. And I tell you, say it again. Every time I talk to him, I learn something new. So I was just excited to have him on. I'm happy he he's joining us. We got some very important things to talk about. So welcome, Sean. Welcome. Thank you. All right. So uh, basically, we want to get into you, Sean. Uh, talk to the people. Tell the people who you are. You know. Uh, peace, Sean. I'm from Jersey City. Uh, like Christian said, I met Christian in high school. Right now, I'm studying my master's to get it in school counseling, specializing in crisis and trauma. I just like that when I when I do say what I'm studying, I do like to throw it out there for whoever's listening that I was never and will be a school per- person. But at the end of the day, when you find your purpose, mm. you find it you find it easier to get stuff done. So I feel like my, my purpose in life is just to give back to the youth in a sense of just to just to na- help them navigate because it seemed like a little bit of guidance is needed in everyone's life. Hmm. Yeah, that's real. And one thing I would, if you're open to share, man, just tell them a little bit, because I know you said that 10-year journey you went on, because something he did that I felt when we first called, he told me I thought that was amazing. And I thought that it's something that I know no one's willing to do. And he did his like, um, from telling my process when you weren't in school at all and then just from now to have your master's what was that like to go from nothing to having your master's now that journey uh yeah i was for as far as like my my grammar school years i was i was every bit of terrible like i was barely in school i was skipping dropping out everything i started to get it together around high school eighth grade from in eighth grade, I made the decision of just like 
disconnect because I was engulfed into the social media world. So I made the decision to engulf myself into like my future. So I disconnected from social media, the phone period. And I just focused on myself as far as like just working on my future in the sense of like just doing what I want and trying to figure it out. And that's where the disconnection come from because 2020, what? We left high school in 2013. Yeah. I didn't have social media all through high school. Mm. I didn't get social media till last year. So I just I just disconnected myself basically from the from the social world. Sounds like Chris too. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. He said that too. It's like we we both we both separated ourselves from that time being and it's and it was necessary. I know it was necessary for me. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that I knew like I was distracted, bro. Like I was distracted. I believed things that wasn't true. I believed things that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. So that just gave me that time period to just like reconstruct myself and reinvent myself to who I am today. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. And you're right. I think the I think that's important that disconnection because what like not having social media for what it did for me all those years is it allowed me to decide. Who I wanted to be, and it didn't come from what society was doing. Like what you posted yesterday from Kyrie Irving is like we live in a society where it's like you have those people who don't fit in. It's not that they don't fit in; it's just that they got different values because it's like you chose your values yourself. Right. And I think not being attached to social media is like yeah, a lot of my even people I'm cool with it. Like your Christian's a little different. It's yeah, not that I'm a little yeah. different; it's because I'm not really hip to what mass culture is doing. Because right. I don't do those things because I do what Christian wants to do. Right. And I think not having social media all those years, I didn't get an Instagram until after I graduated college. So I was like, well, there's a lot of people I want to stay in contact with. So <laughs> I got to have some way of keeping in contact with my brothers. It's like, but I think doing that really, really, like, I'm not beat on likes. I'm not beat on all of exactly. I'm, I'm not beat on it because I, I didn't grow up that way. You build, you build your, even if you have Instagram, mm-hmm. since you went through that maturation process, it's like you build your Instagram to your liking. Mm-hmm. You know, like for you, you had like a little special moment where like you went from not having your masters to having your masters. Like, so what was that, that process like that, that, that 10 year journey? Um, I honestly made the decision in the eighth grade to try to like, I, I'm really, gonna lock in and focus on the future and my dreams as far as like what I wanted to do in life. I didn't, I'm not saying that I even envisioned myself having my masters then. Mm-hmm. But when I made that decision, it was like, all right, I was engulfed in social media. Like as far as like face I was I was with the wave. Mm-hmm. But I detached myself yeah. from it. I didn't have it all through high school and I just got Instagram last year. And I feel like that helped me develop in a sense of like my focus. Listen, your focus is really different when you're not on social media. Mm-hmm. My focus was different. And also with that, I took time to actually like develop myself and say like, all right, I'm comfortable with who I am today. Mm-hmm. So even when you look at my social media, it's, it's something that you will recognize who I am mentally. Mm. It's not so much the physical. Like yeah. I have... I have I have more stuff that pertains to knowledge than my physical form on my social media page because in honesty, like majority of the people probably won't even see me physically. Yeah. And well, I think 
And I think that's dope because, like, I think if you just look at our generation and just how society works, it's like they're more concerned about the physical than the mental. And I think for you just to connect with the right people in your life, it's good to show, like, nah, bro, like, I care more about what's going on up here because the looks fade, but it's like, what skills and knowledge do you have that can actually make this a fruitful relationship? Like, like a friendship, relationship, relationships, all relationships, you feel me? It's like, okay, how you look doesn't determine if relationship's gonna be fruitful or not, or it's gonna be of value to you. But I can come on your page and I can see, yo, we, 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 we on the same frequency. We on the same way. Right. We on the same road. It's like, yo, let me connect with this person. Let me move forward. But I think, especially our generation, I think, because we grew up on this social media and like doing things for likes and doing things for, you know, that positive reinforcement that people like me or I look good. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard for us to even understand that, bro, it's not that important. <laughs> How you look is really not that important. You feel me? And to be honest, so what made me make me, what made me want to post mm-hmm. is I lost I, one one of my friends that I played ball with growing up all through high school is he he ended up we ended up losing him early mm-hmm. and what that did to me was made me realize like when I say we from like two thousand eight to like twenty fourteen we played ball every single day mm-hmm. you know we had zero pictures wow. We had zero pictures of that whole time. I'm talking about AAU, high school games, zero pictures. Wow. So that made me that made me think in a context of like, yes, I'm probably a loner. Yes, I probably like to stay anti a little bit mm-hmm. and just stay to myself. But just remembering that in this universe, you have people that care about you, that's thinking about you. Yo, how's he doing? Like, is he okay? Like, is he healthy? Yeah. So it's just it's just it's just that courtesy of like mm. let me post this picture let me let me show people that it's not a thing of like oh I'm doing good it's just I'm still here and I'm still I'm still striving mm. and that's and that's what kind of got me into the posting mood. Wow, and shit that's crazy bro. Thank you for sharing that. I did not know that at all. That's crazy because no, you even touched on it like you didn't we didn't reconnect until I. We got on Instagram. Yeah, both guys, both guys, you're massively I have, I have aunts that haven't seen me since I was eight. Wow. But mm-hmm. now they see me. I reconnect. I have cousins that I haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. So, and it, and that's the context. I like. I don't. I'm not using my Instagram as a mm-hmm. as a gallery of my stunting. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a tool. It's, that's, I think that's what a lot of people forget. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I mean, granted, like some some people, some people do that. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm gonna have my days. Yeah. That's not. I'm not saying I'm not gonna have my days, but the overall me- meaning behind it is that's the per- my purpose of using it. Yeah, and I think, like you said, before, that knowledge part of it is so 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 important because I think there's so much things that school don't teach you. But the fact that you can go on Instagram and, and someone could get knowledge from you, like, yo, oh, he knows this, this, and this. Like, yo, let me, yo, I don't, I never knew that. Like, this, like I said, I go on your story all the time, and there's so many things I didn't know about just religion, so many things about culture, so many things about our history. I just never knew before. I remember I hit you up, like, yo, yeah. And no one told me about Kwanzaa. I didn't know. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what does this symbol mean, bro? And yeah. you're like, yo, this means this, this, so this, many and this. Dudes, so yeah. many people was like, you Muslim? I'm like, no. Like, 
that's just that's just the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Like I'm not Muslim. Yeah. Like, but it's even with that, but that's what that's the that's the intent. Like because yeah. what I realized, like I went through this, I went through this maturation mm -hmm. and I attained all this knowledge and I and I and I developed, I changed, I realized what's right, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not in today's in our society, in today's our generation, mm -hmm. we on the grand. I don't have time. Yo, hello? Yo, yeah, um, I just learned this. Life is too fast for that. <laughs> Life is too fast yeah, for that. Yeah. So all right, so I know, I know, I know the ones, my guys who checking for me, they're gonna be checking yeah. for me. So if I feel like the my bros that need to see this or need to hear this, yeah. just throw it up there and I could go about my life. And they're gonna see it. And they're gonna see it. The right people are gonna see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think I think that's what a lot of people like. When they use their social media, they they feel like whatever it is that I because you know you you get to decide what people get to see. You feel me? So by you taking the, whatever information it is that you're learning or whatever it is that you just feel on your heart, you feel me? And you sharing it with people, people that don't really go through those processes. And we when y'all was talking about you feel me maturation and like developing your brain, like if you're not doing that yourself, the a perfect way to to hide that is just to show throw up a, a quick picture of yourself you feel me because right. like you could you could use you could use it like it's social media but it's used for connection if there's only pictures on your shit or if you only posting pictures how many connections are you going to make with people through just pictures yeah. words conversations like different dialogues like that's the type of thing that you need to be putting up and putting out there because it's a profile and your profile is essentially your image but your profile is you so yeah. Once you get past the display picture, what's the bio? Who are you? <laughs> you feel me? Like a lot, a, a lot, a lot of people take take that into consideration, and they just you know get on social media and they try to show people through through images that they that they're doing this, or they get on Twitter and they feel like you know I just put out this little bit of information. You know how many people I see complaining on their stories, and it's like, bro, if you still complaining about the same thing you're complaining about six months ago, Chris, we talk about this shit all the time, bro. If you if you just gonna complain about it, shut up because you're not trying yeah. to change shit. Well, my grandma like, told me that. <laughs> did we talk about that shit all the time, bro? And I feel like a, a lot of people use it as a as more of a a device to be like, all right, who's going through the same things as me? Who's up like I'm up right now? Mm -hmm. Who's feeling down like I'm feeling down right now? And it's not about that. It's about who's growing like I'm growing right now. You feel me? But that that but that also plays onto the part of the mindset like once you click once you do log on like what are you looking for like mm -hmm. are you looking for a bunch of people that's doing better than you are you looking for people that's going through similar situations are you using it as a therapy like because some people do use it as a therapy in a sense of like just because obviously in 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 our culture as black men like we struggle talking like but when you throw when you throw social media into play, dudes open up like a book. They just want to tell everything. Mm -hmm. So some some people, and that's where you get the yo bros, you I you. So that comes with the perspective of your purpose of using it. Mm -hmm. But at, at the end of the day, is it is it productive to you? Like, are you hurting yourself in a sense? Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and that's a that's a question that a lot of people pose nowadays is that did mm -hmm. social media hurt help us and I, it's a 
to me, it's like it's both. It's I feel like it might might be more 75, 25. It might, you know, 75. And then it, it just depends on how you use it. Because a lot of people get like, you know, there's certain things that exist now in constructs that exist now that, that that shit wasn't a thing when we was a kid. Like you had to worry about going to school and somebody taking in lunch money. You wasn't worrying about logging on and someone like bullying you online. Like that that started becoming a thing like when we was really like gearing out of high school, gearing out of, you know, grammar school type of thing. And like I just see I just see certain things now within children. Like just even, you know, every kid now you see kids Chris, you gotta um you got a, a a nephew and a bunch of a bunch of younger cousins, and you see that the the new generation, everybody's on the iPad. They're doing this, so it's like us. Our first, you know, communications with each other as children were really genuine because it was either your cousin, your friend down the street, somebody, and it was a kid the kid connection. Like these kids are seeing other kids, and now that's you know, oh, the, my, my niece is seeing on the iPad, like, this kid is unboxing all these freaking toys and all this other stuff, and she thinks that's normal. So she asks for a toy every week, but she, as a kid, we we realize off rip, like, we go into the store, and our parents tell them, don't touch nothing, like, <laughs> and Toys R Us don't even exist for them no more, so that is their yeah. online Toys R Us, you feel me, watching, watching these kids do this stuff, so it's like, everybody, it's, a, it's about watching now, but I think a lot of people don't realize, it's like, you could, you can get the same thing from watching and listening and then and then taking that and applying it to yourself. Cause like you could you could follow a bunch of people that's way more successful than you. But it's like the reason why you're following them, going back to what you said, Sean, is 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 the important thing. Cause it's like I, I can follow a Gary V, I can follow a an uh 19 keys, I can follow all these people, you feel me? And you'd be like, oh damn, they're in a better space than me. But if they're in a better space and they leaving the blueprint behind me, I'd be a fool not to pick that up. Yeah, I think that's important too. Like, so back to what Sean was saying before, it's like it's important to have those like relationships where it's like, oh, I follow people who are doing better than me. I follow people in the same situation as me. But I think majority of people use social media co- to compare their lives and say, oh, I want to show the world that I'm doing better than you. Almost like, oh, look, I'm buying the, the most expensive bottle I could get. I'm in the club popping bottles, having a good time. But like. They don't understand, like, yo, you have access to 19 keys at a drop of a finger. Yeah. You have access to Gary V. You have access to Ray Dalio. You have access to John Max. You have access to Charlemagne. You have access to all Rick Ross. You're gonna all- drop Charlemagne. You're gonna drop you don't like him? You don't like him? Yeah, nah. drop- <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a radio personality. Right? Okay, we're going to drop gonna, Charlemagne. Gonna, gonna drop but Charlemagne. The, the point is, you have access to all these people at the drop of a finger to get their mindset and exactly how they think. And if you like it or you don't, you could be like, hmm, I don't fuck what this guy's talking about. Yeah. But, they, they, but they follow three variations of Shade Room. <laughs> <laughs> All three. Team Shade Room, the Shade Room. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, but, that, but that's what I'm saying because yeah. you got people that just yeah. there for clout. You got people that's mm-hmm. just there for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, once again, that is it is it beneficial to you? Yeah. Listen, that's what I we touched on this too when I said you won't we won't really understand life until we get divine understanding through our woman. Mm-hmm. And that's that's having a child mm-hmm. is my younger brother. Mm-hmm. He probably gonna be mad, but I've watched him shout somebody out on Instagram, mm-hmm. see him two hours later, and don't even talk to him. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different. Different generation. No, different generation. Bro, I was telling him on a different episode. I've seen, like, say, two people at a party. They like each other at a party. Instead of talking to each other at the party, they go home and follow each other on Instagram. And start I think I've seen you. <laughs> Yo. It's like, like, go out. Like, what world are we living in at the same time? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't even have a conversation with the person next to you. It, I mean, Chris, uh, Gary V just posted that video the other day. He was talking oh, right. to um, I think he was, talk- he was talking to Mike Will, and he said, okay. "Now that we're connected, he said, just DM me your number." He said, mm-hmm. "Isn't your phone in your pocket?" And he said, "Oh shit!" And Who he took his phone out. And he said, "He said, he said, are we so used to that to tell somebody DM your number, like, bro, <laughs> like th- that's that that human condition and that shit is real." Wait, bro. Wait, Mike Will, Mike Will said, "DM me your number." No, uh, Gary said it to Mike Will, and Mike Will said, "He said, don't." He said, "Didn't you just put your phone in your pocket?" He's, I could put it in. And then Gary V looked at the camera. He's like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "He's like, he's like, look how used to like we are to tell people just to like, yeah, DM me your number." Yeah, yeah. But the thing that be getting me is like, even I can understand it if yeah. you never. I, this just this, I just threw a wrench in the game because you never know now. Yeah, because you might you might have a dude that posts nothing but hilarious stuff, mm-hmm. but. When you get around him, you crack a joke and he just dead serious. Like he's just looking at you, like, yo, bro, like I don't play those games, bro. Like, so now, now you don't even know who you're dealing with. So now you like, all right, hold on. Like, who who am I talking to? So like the same thing, like imagine you would have came here, bro, and like, yeah, I post all stuff about reading all this stuff, and it's like, yo, this ain't got one yo. book in his career. Hold oh, on. That's what I'm saying. I post I post I post all that knowledge yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I come here talking about yo, I be slanging. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> it's like yo, like, all right, he's like yo, hold on, we gonna have to reschedule this. Like, who we bring here? Yeah, who we bring here? Like, so they like yo, bro, you brought a straight scrubbing in. Like, you not scheduling nothing no more. But nah, I mean, social media is beneficial. Yeah, it got its pros and its cons, just like everything in life. Life is based on duality. Mm-hmm. It de- that it depends on what you focus on. Mm-hmm. You can't take no good if you're not willing to take the bad, yep. and that's just the way I look at things. Like obviously, with with social media, then like for instance, the good is you stay connected. Mm-hmm. I get to spread what I know. Mm-hmm. I get to share what I and I share what I know in a sense. Like, but the bad is, I you everyone's everyone's vulnerable to their lower self. So mm-hmm. at times. With it, yes, I probably felt I fell victim to my lower self. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I stay true to self. Like yeah. I don't let that I don't let that dictate my next move. Yeah, I'm happy you say that because I want I want to say one thing about the lower self, higher self. So you know, regardless of what you appreciate, like, I think it's just good in general. So like right now, some people are celebrating Lent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And me, I'm not super churchy. You feel me? But I was like, I want to give up something regardless because just see how I feel. And at the time when I gave this thing up. I didn't even think to myself like, oh, I need this thing. You feel me? Yeah. I'm thinking whatever. It's nothing. Bro, I've realized these past couple of days that even though I'm not having like a physical attachment to it, there was like a mental attachment because I was feeling like something was missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, I'm missing something. You feel me? And it made me like more irritable, more like, more just like off, like angry almost and irritable. And it's like, you're talking about the lower self. It's like, I think this is important. You can't, you almost, I realized during this couple of days so far, it's like you almost can't even overcome your lower self until you strip I, yourself of all those. I got something better for you. What? 
there, you, do you understand there's people in this world that didn't even experience their worst health? They don't even know it yet. They don't even know that, like, for instance, they probably think, like, a, a depressed situation or a sad situation is them, like, them being down is their lower self. Like, it's people in this world that realistically haven't experienced their lower self because what happens is they go through something, band-aid. They go through something else, another band-aid. Mm. So now they just, instead of, instead of with, when that, that lower self ah. presents themselves, itself, it's like, okay, all right, so how do I work myself out of this? And this is where you get these weak-minded individuals from uh, because they don't deal with the problem. Bro, that that shit is so crazy because that's that's one thing that um when I, when I was doing counseling, I was talking about. And I remember my counselor saying, like, a lot of people feel like when you go and you talk to somebody that they feel like you can't handle your own problems and that, like, as you, you being weak, right? But it's like, if you couldn't lift the 45, if you go to the gym, is that you being weak by going to the gym or you training? Exactly. If you, if you, don't, if you can't read a book and you go to school, is that you saying you dumb or you training? That, and that's crazy. You even meant you correlated that to weight because I was having a conversation with a friend. And I, I, told, I told him, you only as strong as the people you, up, you uplift. Hmm. So if you... If you sitting here saying, if you only, let's just say, for instance, if you only lift, uplifted two people, mm-hmm. how strong are you? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's correlate those two people to five-pound weights. If you're in the gym bench pressing five pounds, you, mm-hmm. you think you're strong? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that's, you know, as you said that, it made me think of something. Because I was thinking about this the other day. So there's people in your life sometimes who are... You may be going through something or like, not that you're going through something that's bringing you, you're like, you know, you're, you're moving on in life. Yeah. And sometimes people want to be like, hey, like, what's wrong? Or like, hey, I want to help you. And you, I don't know if you ever had this moment where you look at someone and be like, bro, no disrespect. You don't say it, but you're like, you can't help me if you wanted to. Because like, it's the same oh, sense, like, bro, you can't lift up. You can't lift 135 on your own. I'm over here trying to bench 315. Yeah. You can't bench 135 on your own. There's no way you could help me. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have that? Do you ever feel like that sometimes when you're talking to people? I mean, in my situation, I'm I'm the first male in my family to yeah even go to grad school. Mm-hmm. I have dudes that didn't even go to college tell me how to handle college. <laughs> like, That's what I'm talking about. That's the point like, I'm talking about. So I I be on something like yo with disrespect, but yo, you don't even understand, bro. Like, like you can't even you That's can't even get about. mad, lash out, and start winging out here. Like, no, you really have to deal with everything mentally. Yeah. Like you go in that office and they say, Oh no, you missing this. Then you come back the next day, oh you know, you missing this. Yeah. Yo, y'all pissing me off now. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, nah, you just don't understand. Yeah. Like, let me let me tell you. And this, yeah. and that goes back, that goes back to the idea that only taking knowledge from people who who who's knowledgeable about the situation. Like yeah. Not saying you can't learn from a fool. Like you could definitely learn from a fool, but yeah. all knowledge isn't good knowledge. Like you gotta yeah. dif- differentiate. Yeah, 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 bro. You hit that right on. That was exactly what I'm trying to say. It's like, bro, you never even gone to school, and you're trying to tell me how to pass my 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 grad school class, bro. What are you talking yeah, like, about? Nah, like just sounds. Yeah, and I just be looking like I be like, yo, I'm this got me stressed out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What man, you going to school, man? Like, yeah. 
Bro, bro, it, that 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 shit is just ego, bro. Like when I was younger, before I I committed to the school that I committed to, right? I had somebody who played football for two years of their life, right? Never received mm-hmm. a scholarship, nothing. Tell me what I should do, right? And I'm like, bro, he like he like, nah, don't go D two, bro. It don't matter if it's a full scholarship. Like just go to Lackawanna, you can go big D one. He said he said everybody to go to Lackawanna went D one, right? Go D one, right? So I said, who you know that went to the lack? He told me two people. I said, where they at? Both schools he told me they was at, neither of them was D1. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I deal with the information that, that's hand. Like, I don't sit there and I don't try to... I actually got a little bro that he's he's on that journey now in the sense of, like, yeah. he's, he's like, he's like D1, D2, Juco, like... He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. I don't be sitting there telling him, like, yo, you can go. I didn't even play football. Like, yeah. I don't even know the <laughs> dynamics of, like, what you have to do to get off a bench in football. <laughs> Only thing I can say is, like, yo, I honestly believe in your talent. Mm-hmm. And if you really want it, you just got to lock in. Yeah. I told him I'll be there for the journey. Yeah. But I'm not that final decision. I'm I don't I'm not equipped to make it. Like mm-hmm. I could go off relationship. Yeah. Yo, that coach is a straight dub. Like mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, man, I can't I can't control it. Yeah, and that's wisdom, bro. Like that's wisdom right there. Like it's one thing that to have knowledge, but it's it's how to because, apply it. You yeah. know why? Because we got we got smart dummies. Like <laughs> we got dudes that that's honestly yeah. intelligent. I'm and let's just different different different. The difference between education mm-hmm. and intelligence, like yeah. it's two different things. Like just because you're educated, don't mean you're intelligent. Just because you're yeah. intelligent doesn't mean you're educated. Yeah, we have dudes that are intelligent. Yeah, but they be doing too much. Yeah, bro. I was yo. I was talking to my teacher about this today. I was like, she was she was she was, she was talking to her teachers like two days ago. She was saying that because I believe in like holistic health and like yeah. taking care of yourself. But she was trying to get on me, like, why don't you go to, like, why? Like, once I think you been a doctor, like, why don't you go to a doctor? Why don't you listen to doctors? I'm like, to be honest with you, it all started in college because I was in class with, with these people. I was in class with the, the lawyers and the doctors yeah. and the accountants. I sat in class with these accountants, <laughs> lawyers, and doctors. I'm going to tell you something about them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's, what's crazy? The, I, I had an experience, and that's, that was in high school. Yeah. I think what we had. We, I think we, I, I it was your class because you had all the honors classes. Yeah. And I had to sit in there to take a test. And I saw y'all pass that one piece of paper around that whole class. I'm like, yo, he's dumb as man. Like, we on the same level, man. I'm not over there. Nothing. The whole class cheated. After that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like nah, I'm not doubting myself no more. Like, Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do to get there. Like <laughs> that's what that's my logic. No matter what you do, like yeah. as long as long as it's true to self and as long as yeah. it's abide by you, then mm-hmm. do what you gotta do. Yeah, man. Sheesh. Sounds you wanna get into the, the the song of the week? Yeah. All right. So getting into your favorite sub uh segment of the week, song of the week. For those of you that don't know, it's been a year this past week since we lost a young legend in Pop Smoke. Um, He was definitely 
on a trajectory to be one of the next greats. Um, he had his own sound, and uh, I just wanted to dedicate the song of the week this week to him. The song is called Tunnel Vision. It's just a reminder of how we how we doing it this year. You know, head down and keep grinding. So this week for uh, the conversation for the meat and potatoes, we wanted to get into, well, we want to continue with the theme of the month, which was love and relationships. And, uh, you know, we wanted to get into, you know, the final stage of, I guess, would be a relationship, which would be marriage. And um, definitely wanted to talk about it from a millennial standpoint um, and just, you know, see how we feel like, you know, uh, certain things affect the relationship, like communication, um, the importance of communication, and, like, just explore different things. So, uh, Sean, if you want to, you know, touch on that a little bit. To be honest, I'm not big on marriage. And here's why, because I get killed a lot of times when I talk to females and I say I'm not big on marriage. I'm not saying I, I won't get married. But my thing is, there was once a time where the ultimate commitment between two people was a child. Mm. But now in society, since having babies just out of like temptation is a thing, we resorted back to calling marriage the ultimate commitment to a person. Mm -hmm. I'm in my mid twenties, no kids. So just because society sees marriage as the ultimate commitment, I am not gonna allow that to dictate my my thought process on it as far as like when I do decide to have a kid, I still got that ability to say, listen, mm -hmm. my ultimate commitment to you is giving you my seed. Mm -hmm. And every and the marriage will come if you meet all the expectations as a wife, I'm as a girlfriend, a partner, and if you meet your expectations for yourself, mm -hmm. it, it won't have nothing to do with my love. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say Here's, here go this ring. I love you. Mm -hmm. It will be a, yo, you know what? You really just killing everything. Like, you deserve this. Like, mm -hmm. no different than when you try to do something sweet for us. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at marriage. Yeah. And I agree, like, <clears throat> that ultimate could be a child because I kind of have that same mindset in the sense that I never want to be, Big Sean said in a song, like, having nine baby mamas sound like a job, but don't really sound like a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never want to be in a position where it's, I got, kids with four different women, five different women. Like, I don't want to live that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I give, I want all my kids to have one mother and I want to raise that, those kids as a, as a family. I don't want to be paying child support. I don't want to do that. That's just me personally. I don't want to do that because I live that way. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents were never together. So right. I understand how that, that, that having that divide in a household and it's like, oh, whose side are you on? Who's this? Half the family, when things go wrong, half the family, it's like, I don't want to live that way. And I, cause I lived through it. You feel me? So I'm big on that personally. And, and I like what we were saying well, where it's like so many people, especially for millennials, you see a lot on social media where there's like a trend of people 
losing themselves to a relationship where it's like the most important thing in that person's life then becomes a relationship. And like, I know we were talking about it. We're under their opinion that the most important thing in your life should never be a significant other, you know what I mean? Man or a woman, like yeah. it should not be like, you shouldn't wake up. And the first thing you think about it is a significant other. Like, no, you should have a purpose and a passion exactly. in your life. And uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, especially in our generation and, you see it all over social media, like, cause it's like, oh, this could be us, but you playing or, or, or goals or relationship goals. Yeah. And it's like, little do you know, like behind closed doors, because they live that way, they're so unhappy. And it's like, that's not a true relationship. They're just trying to flaunt for the blogs, you know? I mean, marriage, I feel like my biggest thing with marriage is <clears throat> if I, in the context of speaking to a woman, mm -hmm. if I'm telling you like, Listen, the ultimate commitment that I can give you is giving you a child mm -hmm. and you rebuttal me saying, no, your ultimate commitment is you giving me a ring. Mm -hmm. I can go get you a $5,000, $10,000 ring. Mm -hmm. Within my lifespan, I'm going to make that $10,000 back. Mm -hmm. We can't re recreate this the same child. Yeah. So how are you telling me? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like marriage is just a personal, like no different than someone wanting a nice car. Isn't isn't it even too like marriage and like rings a modern, like a modern construct? Like that wasn't always that way. It, it wasn't. It, it was I, I believe it was like an advertisement stunt, no different than Valentine's Day. Mm. Like I I forgot I'm not heavy on a date, but this is this is this is the era when the diamonds came into play. Mm. If it's all about advertisement, not and I know some people gonna take it out of context and make it seem like we're against marriage. That mm -hmm. is not that's not what being said. Marriage is it's still it's still a dope thing. Mm -hmm. It's just the context of how people use it. Yeah. Like, oh you love me, marry me. Like what? Like, <laughs> what, are you what do you think? What do you think, Asati? <laughs> um I, I I feel like like you you both are definitely right. Mm -hmm. In in a sense of um how people garner however they they hold their relationships, you feel me? Like if you're marrying a person to show that person that you love them ultimately, then you're marrying the person for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. I think that you should marry. Like I mean, we 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 all live in the real world, so like pretty much relationships serve purposes, mm -hmm. and within every relationship, every purpose has a purpose. So if you have a friend. Like, yeah, that's your friend. Yeah, I might have met through childhood, but yeah, I need for each other as kids might have been survival. Might have been like, yo, you know, we both live on this block. You know, we got to walk down the street. So, like, you know, when we when we go to school, we going to make sure we have each other's back. Or you might meet a, a, a female or you might meet um, your partner. And, you know, it's like, yeah, right now we're young. Um, this is a crazy world. It's, you know, people it's a natural human response to want to grow with someone and you're finding someone with the same core values as you. And that, that might be that, that, that person's purpose in your life. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I feel like ultimately, like once you decide, like you was talking about before, like the maturation of a man, and once you decide, like you want to take yourself to that next level mm -hmm. and start, which would, what would be like a family and, and you want to, you know, create this form of, 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 of family and, and the construct of life with another person like you should choose the person that you feel like is gonna um you know push you in all in, in all aspects you know push you to be a better better father push you to be a better man mm -hmm. um 
they challenge your ideas. They, they make sure that you're staying on track as well as themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you find that person, that's when you, I guess, you know, now with the, with the, with the, with the, the, the way the world is, when you marry a person, you're pretty much doing it for security and for, um, yeah. for taxes and stuff standpoint now. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's more, it's more so I feel like it's a, it's a proposition of a business more so it's like, all right, we're going to start this family and I'm going to make you my wife because I trust you. I'm going to make you my wife because I know you make me a better person. I know I'll make you a better person. I'm going to make you my wife because I know that at the end of the day, like if I was to leave this earth, I would want everything that I've ever worked for to go to you and my children. And I, and I, I think you hit on now. Cause like, I, that's exactly how I feel. Like, <laughs> like the whole concept of, Oh, I'm going to marry who like I am deeply in love with love at first sight. Like I like, I don't even, I don't think that way. Like, I don't even, like, I can't even fake it. I don't know, like, maybe people say, oh, maybe you just haven't met the one yet. I don't even think that's the truth. I just don't think that way. Like, oh, I'm going to lay eyes on someone. I'm going to know I'm going to marry her. No, I feel like I'm going to marry who I feel like. Like I said this before, what it, ultimately what it comes down to me is if I die tomorrow, I have to be able to know that my wife can take care of my take care of my family no, that's, without, that's a, without me being here. And that's a fact because it's like, we speak, people speak on marriage before they speak on their spirit, their spirits being one. Mm. Like marriage, how does the marriage com- conversation come before the spiritual connection? Like, mm. like the question is never asked, like, yo, are you, do you feel you spiritually connected to me? Like, do mm. you feel like you, if your heart is of all hearts, like, mm. and then you look at, you look at, like, for instance, I watched a Fred Hampton movie last night. Mm-hmm. You look at what his wife had to go through. You look at you look at Malcolm X's wife. You look at Martin Luther's wife. These are wives that knew that their their men will eventually meet their fate. But they understood their purpose, so they played their part. You have you that I, I me personally, mm-hmm. and that 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 goes back to what you what you uh, was talking about earlier, Sean. We was talking about um a post that you have put up and they were talking about uh, in the post, basically like don't ever put a, a, a person in front of your purpose. Um, and he said woman, but I'm saying person because, you know, obviously, you know, it could be, it can be anybody. Right. And I think that's what I feel like a lot of people don't, don't really grasp that, that concept is that like the, the these people are, are, are put, putting a sacrifice and, and they're, they're, you know, they're being a person for the culture that essentially is going to, they're going to be a martyr and they understand that. And for you to be a wife of that person mm-hmm. and understand what comes with that, for you to be the, the significant other, that person understand what, what comes with that. And you still go along for that ride. And cause think about it to today, Fred Hampton jr. He's still keeping his, his, his father's dream alive. Mm-hmm. And, and, his, and his wife is still, you know, out, out here and she's still preaching and, and, and carrying on his Bro, words. Just it's like, <laughs> I just your legacy. Can you imagine Fred Fred Hampton do all that and then his wife over here talking about something? I don't give about none of that. Like <laughs> Bro, <and> that's, the, <laughs> that's the thing, like I was at the same time too. Imagine like Martin Luther King saying, like, guys, like I really want to leave the civil rights movement. But I can't. Coretta won't let me. I'm sorry. I got to go back home and be with my family. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine? Yo, wifey is wilding. Yo, the march gonna have to be next week. That's what I said. And I feel like that's the generation. Like maybe it's always been this way, and I'm just not aware of it. But I, I'm aware of my generation. And I know. I feel like that's what's going on right now. 
where I, I've heard friends be like, I can't really kick it tonight, bro. My my girl Wildin, um, that yeah, or oh, y'all, I wanted to do this today, but I had to chill with Shawty. Or yo, I'm trying to save bread, but I had to take Shawty out. Or yo, I'm trying to save up to get this, but I had to go buy Shawty this. And I like, I don't judge no one. I have empathy for everybody, but part of me can't fathom it. Like I couldn't imagine being like, yo, Asante, yo, I can't record today, bro. I gotta go chill with my highlight. You, Asante, knows he would never hear me say that. He knows that. On Valentine's Day, what did I say? Yo, uh, I didn't plan my event during recording time. Told my highlight after. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got after and before. Because right. during this time, I'm recording this for this purpose because I have to do this and I want to get a message out. I'm sorry. No one's coming in between with the things I want to do. You know what I'm it's saying? It's not even that. It's just, a, it's just an innate feeling that, yo, you realistically don't come from nothing. So you're not going to sit here and act like you do. Mm. Like, to, to just say, like, that's just idle time. It's, it's QT time, but on top of that, it's idle time. That's just a realistic mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Not not saying that you don't, women don't deserve that time. They definitely deserve that time. Mm-hmm. But also, they have to be conscious about, like, what men are really chasing. Mm-hmm. Not everyone gets to sit around and amass money. <laughs> hey. Exactly. And you you said that you had people rebuttaling that post that you put up, and my response was to that was like anybody that's gonna rebuttal that, why not apply that to yourself as well? I'm not saying that just comes from me because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should sit back and wait for me to fulfill my purpose, mm-hmm. and then now you have to play the side. It's like no, you find your purpose as mm-hmm. well. And when when my ass want to see you, and you like nah, I gotta go do this because I have to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm doing an outreach program for at use youth uh young black black woman mm-hmm. and i have to go and do it i'm gonna respect the shit yeah, out of that. more and that's, that's the thing more than anything else like more than anything but that's the thing like when you see a woman working hard it's a certain level of attraction that it just happens in a man like you just like hold on like, like that's a yeah like bro. you look extra good right now yeah like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. like so like like dave girl you too busy for me okay <laughs> <laughs> like yo I would, I would, I would straight trash when you go home, right? Like, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's, but the, that goes with it. People don't have that time to just sit down and meditate and think about their purpose. Like, I, it annoys. So let me, let me, let me break a team. Do you think people don't have time or they don't make time? They don't make time. Okay. But this is, I ask people like, yo, what's your purpose? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why you always ask me about my purpose? <laughs> I'm like, you're supposed to move with purpose all, all the time. Yeah. You don't got to move with purpose all the time. Mm-hmm. So you just out here just doing shit. Like, you just out here making ill-advised decisions. Then I don't need to be around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be in the car with you, make an ill-advised decision just to go right on red. <laughs> smack me like, yo, now, like, yo, I, I know not to say, you, you live yeah. a life without a purpose. I don't need to say yeah. Involve myself in that, yeah. and that's how. I, because that, at, at the end of the day, if if, if you if you move, if, if life is a journey, mm-hmm. right? And we talk about the demigod chronicles, we talk about processes, and we talk about you know, uh, that that storyline. If you if your life is moving linear, right, and it's a storyline, every day you wake up, if you're not working towards the plot or the premise of your story, mm-hmm. then you just living. Right. You you just basically. 
Every day you waking up, you in the you in the online game. Oh, you just wrong, bro. I would say two things. I would say two things. One, I would I wouldn't even say they live and they just alive. And two, I, th- yeah. I think one of the issues is people treat life like a video game. I heard that one day. He goes, someone was telling like it was a talk I was listening to. He was saying, he goes, life's not a video game. Like this isn't two K. Like you don't get a retry. Like you don't get to quit. Exactly. The, like you about to lose in the finals in two K in your mind play. You don't get to quit and do the game over in game seven and play it again. So people make decisions like they get a redo. There is no redo. This is a one-time thing, you feel me? So, like, if you have a purpose and you're not living it because you're like, eh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Eh, yeah. I'm going to do it next week. Eh, I'm waiting for this to get right. Bro, there's no redos. Nah. <laughs> they get one chance. Nah. <laughs> bro, there's people, there's people that live life like a Roomba, bro. They freaking leave the dock. They go. Their purpose is to, you know, sweep back and forth, and then they go right back on the charging dock <laughs> and they wait. <laughs> Until it's time to do the same shit, and it's, like that's not a purpose. And I think it's important too, because like, like we all know, we, you have a, a limited supply of energy, right? Like, exactly. your energy is limited. So if you're giving your all to, I said that we said this on last episode too. Like, if you're giving this your all to the relationship, and you wake up like, oh, what's my girl doing? Oh, how can I make her happy? Oh, how oh, can that, I make her better? That's not a you happy have no life. time for yourself. That's not a happy life, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I. One thing I rec- I understand about women mm-hmm. wholeheartedly mm-hmm. is that they're grown as hell. They're gonna make their decisions. Yeah. So whether that decision is in the benefit of me or not, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and stress and get emotional over it. Yeah. It might hurt a little. After a while, yeah. when you're in a relationship, you make a decision that's you that burns you in the end, it'll hurt. Yeah. But over time it heals. Mm-hmm. Oh, you made that decision? I'm not gonna sit here and Ah, like, <laughs> ah, man. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna threaten you. I'm not gonna sit there. I'm not gonna do that. Okay, you made that. All right, I'm just gonna move accordingly. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I still got my purpose. Like I, yeah. I know that, and I understand. So, that. so, so we talked a lot about like marriage and having your own purpose. So, like, let me start. Let me ask you first. So, if someone, like, say you have a boy and he's not living that way, how do you help him understand? Like, bro, you are your, your purpose is this girl right now. You need to get off that. Like, how do you help someone understand that and then start moving correctly as a man? Um, I, I would say, like, how we talked about last episode, where as if, like, you have to alert a person of their actions and then watch how they react. You feel me? And what, watch, how they, the, watch how they react to your words, first off. And second off, watch your actions after that. So if you're my boy and I care about you, first off, if you have a, if you have a friend in your life, and you're not able to tell them how you feel about something that's going on in their lives that that concerns you, meaning like their well-being, and they can't accept that, then that's not really a friend. Start off there. Second off, you should be able to have that conversation and and to assess stuff within your own life. Because if my man told me like, yo, bro, you way too about this girl, you way too doing this, you way too doing that, and I'm really viewing things in my life, and it's like, damn, I get off of work, and I go straight to to on the phone with her and then I call her and then you know I bring her her food and I'm with her and then everything's about her. Yeah. It's like yeah you're spending time with that person but at the end of the day you're hurting yourself because you're not you're not putting that that positive equity within yourself. Mm-hmm. And if we really being honest, if you 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 know you want to talk about what Sean said earlier about like you know taking that time to really like build yourself and grow grow yourself. People, you know, they they going from situation to situation with band aids, bro. So it's like, mm-hmm. if, if you yeah. if if 
if you take if you take all of that and you really consider all that and then you look yourself in the face, you look yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and then you decide that like, nah, I'm going to keep moving this way, then pretty much then like I, I can't really consider you that close of a friend anymore because like mm-hmm. I, like I love you and I and I want you to to progress and like everybody around me like you push me to be better, Chris, all the time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Today, you know, we had a we had a, a few little hiccups with how we were first starting to record and you for me you're gonna say something because it's, it's accountability you feel me mm-hmm. like so it's like if, if you if you could have these conversations with people and people really you know take heed of what you're saying and then they they apply it to their own life then i i i would say like that's how you got to go about it by telling just being straight up with the people that you love because at the end of the day if if i if i'm saying something to you and you more focused focus on how i'm saying it or, or the hurt behind it and not the fact that it's coming from a place of love I think that's what matters is when we talk about communication, we speaking to each other. There's a reason why we saying these things. If I'm if I'm noticing something that's going on that you may not be able to notice, if I'm a person that love you, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to guide you and I'm supposed to guard you from all angles. You feel me? If if you standing right there and there's an icicle standing above you and, and I see the icicle about to fall and it's gonna come straight down and hit you and I don't say nothing, do I really love you? So it's like at the end of the day, like you have to you gotta be transparent with the people you love and you have to you know, had these conversations. It may it may seem uncomfortable at first, but at the end of the day, like if if my man's is telling me I'm on bullshit, mm-hmm. and I take the time and I assess it, everything, and I'm on bullshit, then I'm I'm gonna be more grateful to my man's because he he's looking out for me, and he's trying to make sure that I'm you know being the best me, and I'm doing whatever I can in my capability of you know being my best self. So mm-hmm. that's how I, I would say to go about that. What do you think, Sean? I mean, I feel the same. My thing is like if I see my bro moving funny, I address like yo bro, like you gotta tighten up. How he responds to it is how I respond to it. So mm-hmm. if he says to me, I, I gotta tighten up, I need this, 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 I right, let's get to it. Like I would do everything from help you with the job resume to get you there. Like, mm-hmm. but if you tell me nah, bro, I got it, I did my part. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I tell, I tell females and I tell on the, my guys like I'm not your parent like like I so I'm just gonna yeah. say it once just because I, I recognize it and mm-hmm. I care yeah. but once you give me that energy then it's like okay like but even going back to the thing of like touching on how mm-hmm. people come to you with band-aids mm-hmm. because they don't they don't really deal with their lower self they just band-aid it we don't want to talk about that that's big, like, bro. How do how don't we talk about the band-aids before we talk about marriage? Like people really don't people really, but in a context, I, I feel like men don't take the time out to even learn the relationships women have with their fathers, have with their brothers, past relationships. Jesus. What what you went through? Like what what was your most insecure moment? So you realize. And this is where this is where you get into a situation where you see her trying to live her best life, and you're like, "Yo, where's all this coming from?" Like, I want I want to pull up in a Lamborghini, and I and I like, "Yo, God damn, like, yo, we we, we people here, like, we not five percent richest people, like." So it's just it's just like that that learning experience. It gets skipped. I feel like it gets skipped past too much in any relationship. Yeah. And it should be really focused in on more. 
That's how I feel, man. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think I, I agree with both of you guys 100%. I don't think I could say more about it, but putting it in my own words is it's the same thing. Like you're saying, putting band-aids on the situation. I think that in all relationships, it's most important to grow yourself first and then let that reflect on the relationship. And I see so many times, bro, on Instagram, even my closest friends, their relationships, and not to say I'm some expert on relationships, the things I say, I'm no, I'm no genius. I get them from books I read and from people who've been married for 60 years and they got happy marriages because something we don't talk about in this country is we know the divorce rate is 60%, right? Mm-hmm. Or 50%, 60%. Well, how, what is the percentage of people who are still in their marriages but not happy? So I think the percentage of happy, fruitful marriages is very low. So from the people I know with fruitful marriages, they all say the same thing. It's grow yourself. Let that reflect on the relationship. Do not lose yourself in a relationship. Do not put your main focus on the relationship. Have your own core principles, your core values, and let that you be. Got, that, that you be got the me. people that's not married to my man, shut up. Get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the married man talking about? Spike, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely, and I, I just, like, I get killed because saying I was single for too long. Like, mm-hmm. But if I'm saying to myself, like, yo, yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. Even, even if it's for the for the fact that I'm not where I want to be at life or yeah. I'm not comfortable where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just sparing somebody else. Like I can literally, I can literally I can literally say like there was no situation where a female said, Oh, he dogs me. Like, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like just because you say, oh, go jump into a relationship, I should do it. Nah. And I think that's big right there. And Sansa, I want to hear you say, I'd say about that too, is I think when you go out searching for it, you open yourself to be like, oh, he dogged me. It's because like you weren't ready. You went searching yeah, for a relationship. Yeah. You got in that relationship. You weren't ready. And you end up hurting that person because you're not in a place to then. I want to yeah. I I go out. Oh, I got work. I got school. <laughs> like, I have I have no yeah. time. Like <laughs> I work nights. I'm in school by day. <laughs> what type of relationship is that? Yeah. Be patient with me. Let me yeah. commit myself to you fully. Mm-hmm. Let me learn you fully. Mm-hmm. If you want to do this right, I'm telling you, you're gonna be miserable. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I, I I think that's that's something that um because I'm I'm a you know I'm gonna blame that on ego again because uh, a lot of people. Um, I'm not just gonna put it on women because uh, we all do it. Like we feel like, you know, we we put and as you should, you should put the most confidence in yourself. You feel me? So it's like when you carry that, you tend to carry that to all things. So I feel like a lot of people when they see something good in somebody, they pretty much feel like they bet on themselves that they can bring that out of that person. But for for me, and I've experienced this in my past, maybe about like, you know, uh, a few a few times actually where. I I I was the person where I you know I felt like I wasn't ready or or like I and I'm I'm not one to be really played with people time like that you feel me so right. I felt like it was a noble thing to you know let the person know pre anything that like yeah like this is I'm not I'm not looking for for you know something serious or like I'm not ready for this or I'm not ready for that and like I think that's a that's a a deeper a a, a I, I feel like that's a that's a deeper level of showing you that you could care for a person by the person by giving you even giving the person a warning, like that's like a person saying like yo bro I need to be somewhere on time like I really need to ride and it's like yo bro I'm not gonna hold you like my car is mad unreliable 
I'm probably going to be getting off late from work. You feel me? Like, I don't know if you still want me to come pick you up because you said you got to be there on time. If I, yeah. if I, like, if a person was to hear me say that and be like, what the fuck? You don't want to give me no ride, nigga? Like, that's not what I said. I said I'd give you a ride, but it's not going to be the ride that you want. You feel me? And, like, I, I feel like sometimes people, people don't take that into consideration. They take it almost as a, like, it's like a, a, a shot to their pride. By you telling them that, and it's like, bro, I've been in a situation like I was in a relationship almost two two years ago, basically, and I've been single since then for a reason. And it's because, like I said, like you said before, Sean, like, I'm not trying to, I don't do the band aid thing, and I'm a person where I'm big on reflection and I'm big on growth. And if I if I realize that there's still things within myself that I wasn't ready to, you know, collaborate with another person. Like I don't want to, I don't want to, do, I don't want to project anything on on a person because I like I treat people how I want to be treated. So right. if I feel like, you know, if if I, when I'm with you, I'm still gonna be thinking about another person, or if I feel like if I'm with you and you say something that that might remind me of what something that somebody pissed me off said before in the past, like I'm not even gonna deal with the situation because I don't want I don't want to put you in a position to where, you know, you 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 feel like I'm I'm now taking taking all my transgressions out on you and that's not the type of person that i am but people people here don't they hear those things and they disregard it and basically they just hear that you know oh you're not ready for them but it's like nah it's not that i'm not ready for you it's like we're both not ready because if i was to be doing those things how would you act out of that would you act out of malice or would you be able to 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 consider and be like you know what damn this person did go through this this person did go through that and i as a person don't want anybody to you know, have to suck up their feelings, and to to have to you know take my shits into consideration because they they have to be under. That's very selfish of you as a significant other to ask somebody to be understanding, but you not understanding what you're doing to them. Right. Yeah, and I think all that stems from like I don't know what you think as well is that comes from like a lack of understanding of yourself. Because like like Sean said before, like, what if like if you don't even know what your band aids are, like what if someone doesn't know that? Wow. When like I realized this the other day, and I was telling you about when, when it really hit me, um, I had no, I finished all my work, like I had nothing left to do, like no work, and I got this feeling of emptiness. And I was like, usually I would do like, dude, I told you I gave up for Lent. I would do stuff, mm-hmm. but I was like, wow, I have no work to do. Um, in the crib with myself right now, I finished all my work for the day. Why do I feel so like empty? And it hit me. And now that you're, you're talking about band aids and stuff, it's like, wow. In a moment like this, I would do this. Yeah, but I can't do this right now because I gave it up. It's like, wow, like that's the band aid. That's been yeah. the band aid this whole time. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow, now you got to deal with this. Now you got to deal with this feeling, or it's like you can't. And I read the book I was reading about just getting stuck in your emotional ways. It's like, wow, I can't even get to my next level in life until I decide to deal with this. You feel me? That's mm-hmm. a fact. You can't level up if you're still emotional about the things that happened to you five years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. The emotions are still going. Not the emotions aren't going to be there. Mm. They're always going because that's another thing. Like just the the mis like the miseducation of trauma. Mm. The idea that one day it all get better and it will be gone. Like no, counseling is not going nowhere. Counseling for for as long as humans exist, even even animal species. Counseling will exist. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why there's 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 AA groups and 
drinking therapy and everything because at the end of the day it that demon is still there mm-hmm. it just had to be treated mm-hmm. so in a sense of like even in that emptiness that you feel you dealing with that is only going to make you a better person for exactly. your girl mm-hmm. because who we don't live with you <clears throat> we do exactly so you know you walking around the house giving bad energy over a problem that you got mm-hmm. you don't deal with it that's what happens you deal with it it'll make y'all greater exactly. and that's how I feel no 100% what you think son? I, I, that's, that's facts though because like you talk about like pe- people you know trying to be a better version of them if if a person has a the the capability of you know doing that then you can do that with your relationships as well and mm-hmm. i th- i think that's where a, a, a lot of the, the disconnection comes in because a person will you know carry hurt from the beginning relationship from you know something that someone did a couple years ago a few months ago whatever the case may be and they don't they don't allow themselves to you know take that process and be like i right, like that bothered me but what was the underlying re- the underlying reason of why that bothered me and to taking that into consideration and being like you know what i'm going to go i'm going to work on this i already expressed to my partner that this this and this you know creates an issue for me and it's like now do i i need to decide whether that's an issue within myself or if it's an issue within my partner and we need to separate and we got to work on those things and then come back together yeah, I ain't gonna lie though. I am type old fashioned though, mm. in the sense of like I do. In I what do, way? I do feel like the man is still. I know women are, or they step their game up over the years and they have their own. But I still got that sense of like, man is still a provider because at the end of the day, he mm. is the foundation of the family. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not old fashioned in the sense I I expect my wife to stay in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That just sounds mad un- unattractive to me. Mm-hmm. But in a sense of like, all right, for me this for me, for me to seriously say I want you, mm-hmm. I have to physically take you and bring you with me. Like mm-hmm. in the sense of like whatever dream you have, mm-hmm. I gotta be able to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever want you have, I gotta be able to be there for you. Mm-hmm. If I can't do that, then I can't myself say. I'm wholeheartedly here with you because mm-hmm. I'm still going through my grind process. Mm-hmm. It's coming to an end, but right now I'm still grounded. So while I'm still grounded, I can't give you my my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why yeah. I don't get into yeah. nothing deep. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Like, and that's the that'd be the best ones, the ones you don't expect to happen. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm not one of those guys that just mm-hmm. be talking to a chicken, like, you know what? I love you. Like, I wanna, yeah. I'm one of those guys. Like, yeah. Two years down the line, it's like, yo, she's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bro. But even to your yeah. point before, like we were talking about, um, because as you were saying, your point just now about I'm still in grind mode and like it's not over, but you're still going. Yeah. I think to a certain point, it never ends because if you look at any man who's ever done anything great, like even the Greg on the wall, even uh, Martin Luther King or anybody, bro, it's like. Even Barack was an extent. Like, bro, even when he was president for those eight years, his M- Michelle had to sacrifice. No, Rock no. wasn't there for her. He was being the president of the country. The Gregory, he had thirteen kids, and he goes, he goes honestly, the the raising of the kids. He had, I said honestly, I had nothing to do with it. 
he's like he's like what do you mean he's like bro i was right next to i was one of the leaders in civil rights movement like i was there the whole time yeah i was not there raising my kids in a sense i was literally pushing a whole race forward i was not home raising my kid yeah. now imagine a great man like that would have been like i gotta go home and raise i gotta be home with my family sorry i can't be at montgomery i can't be i can't be the first black man to ever be on a presidential ballot i can't do those things i have to what are we at now what does the community society end up he right. had to make a sacrifice for that and if right. you look at any Martin Luther king same thing you yeah. know what i'm saying he had to make a sacrifice for that and you just look at great even lebron james to a certain extent yeah he loves his family he's ever his family but when he's on all these road trips he has to give the hats off to his wife for being the one to really but be there with the that's kids that's the reason why like it's important before you like before marriage before relationships are even mentioned you understand her purpose. Like you go into a situation where a woman that don't even understand her purpose, then she's gonna she's gonna be questioning everything. Facts. Why aren't you here? Why aren't you doing this? Mm-hmm. She's not saying like, oh well, he's 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 doing what he's supposed to do in a sense, like, and that's just the selfishness of the situation. And I get it. Because at the end of the day, we can't hold people accountable to stuff that we they they're not exposed to. And most Bob, Bobby Bobby Womack said that shit. And um, and if you think you're lonely now, he said she always complained about me being out. He said, but when I'm there, I'm broke. He said, you tell me about what your friends got, what she don't got, and then he said, I can't be in two places at one time. Mm. Right. Mm. Is what I'm saying that, but that's that's what it's going to come a point in time in everyone's life where you're just going to be able to sit down and just like soak in it. But in your in your mid twenties, isn't the time to soak in? You don't you ain't touching glory you don't, in your twenties. You that's what I'm saying. When yeah. you don't come from nothing, like you you're not having nothing handed down to you. <laughs> like Yo, even even I remember yesterday when I was cooking for my family and everything. My mom said to my girl, she's like, "Damn, you don't got no college debt." To my girl, my girl was like, "No, I don't got nothing." She looked at me. She's like, "Must be nice." Like she was just, <laughs> yeah, she was I, like, "Cause like, like, cause she's like, she was just saying like, damn, like we didn't do that for you." But she was, she was saying it joking. She was like, "I did it myself." You know what I mean? I mean, granted, yeah. like my my dad ain't super bad, yeah. and I'm leaving out with my masters. Like, yeah. I'm only I'm only at like thirty five. Like, yeah, that's phenomenal. But for that's a master's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's like mm. even something like that. Yeah. They want their money. (laughs) You like me for who I am. This is what I had to do to get here. Exactly. Exactly. So Uh don't don't come with me. Don't come to me with your perspective of the man you want. Like, Mm -hmm. because the man you want didn't bring you here. Like, it's the man you see. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't fall in, if you not not even I don't want to say fall in line because that sounds forceful. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not in line with my purpose, then we're not for each other. That's and bro, I think that we said that off camera before. It's like that is on the nail, bro. I think it. I think people be so scared to express themselves because they're scared of the consequences. But you have to come to realization that that's a possibility. Like you have to be honest and say. This is what I want in life. This is my purpose. This is the road I'm on. If you can't get with it, then you have to go. And not in a sense, I'm going to push you away. It's like, listen, there's a guy out there. I'm pretty sure who doesn't care about his purpose, who would sit on the couch and watch Netflix with you. But just know I am not that guy. 
and I would never be that guy. So you might as well go leave and go find that so we both could be happier. Because it's not even that. Like, <laughs> people want to find their things in life yeah. on top of that. So it's just like the idea that you do want the yeah. house. You do want the car. You don't got it right now. Yeah. That. Like, so you got to work for it. Yes, yes. You can more than happily come along, like mm -hmm. be along, be part of the process. Mm -hmm. But as far as you halting the process, mm -hmm. That can't happen because once again, we come from, come from nothing. We come from nothing. Yeah, that's from nothing. Everybody want to eat. Nobody want hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, like, oh, was saying, like it's, it's a it's like in a sense of like kind of like a lose lose mm -hmm. because you do want to be there, but you do want to make a difference. Like you do want to, yeah, get something. You can't, like you say, like Asan said before, you can't be in two places at once. Like it's not how you want this life. But you don't want me to work for it. I mean, you can't. It's either you want me to work for, it or you want me to sit on the couch watching Netflix. The only thing I hold men accountable for, though, yeah. in these situations, yeah. is if you have the knowledge and you know she don't, and you don't take the time out to teach her, mm -hmm. and then you expect her to get it right away. Yeah, knowing, especially if you know her background, knowing what she was exposed to or yeah. anything, mm -hmm. and you and you judge her off that. To me, that's corny. So, how do you feel about? taking the time to educate her and maybe she says yeah but then as you go through like as you still continue on it's like she's not getting it like how many times how much time do you spend really keep educating her on the same thing on the same thing you gotta same you, gotta, thing? you gotta take the same you gotta apply the same way you was good you moved it with your friend if you telling her that you feel me you this this is this is what i'm trying to do whatever mm -hmm. if she's on a different path then you have to it's your job to now identify whether if that's a breaking point between y'all two or now, because exactly. or, or not, because like if she not, if she's not, you know, chasing her her dreams, if she's not fulfilling her purpose the same way you are with yours, with tenacity, you feel me? Like there's nothing much you can really do because now, whenever you're doing something outside or whatever, something that has to do with her, she's she's y'all gonna be on two different playing fields. She's not gonna understand, or you feel me? They're not gonna understand whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, and for you to take your time. To already, you feel me, be putting your all into something, and now you have to go behind that and still explain to somebody what it is you're trying to do. That's like super draining. Mm. Nah, that's a fact. Like, just can you imagine, like, if you if you was like, oh, I, I gotta record, and your girl was giving you a problem every single time you said you had to record. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm saying. Even for the women that do understand, as far as like mm -hmm. what a man's doing with his purpose. Mm -hmm. They need to be appreciated. Yeah. Like, I think that what's important too is like, because I've seen this, you know, I mean, obviously it's an overcoming thing and saying the same time, but it's like, if you tell someone like, hey, I have to record today and they like, they maybe they don't argue with you, but if it puts them, if it keeps putting them in a bad mood, to me, I think that's just the same. No, that is it's, it's negative energy. Yep. Like, yo, I see, I see my purpose ain't conducive to your lifestyle. So mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do for you. Mm -hmm. Now you can call me what you want. You can say what I want, but I'm, I'm, I'm observing your energy change just because I'm making a decision for my purpose. Mm -hmm. This ain't, this ain't gonna work. You unhappy. Mm -hmm. So before you do something that, that'll throw dirt on your character, let's just end it. Why is, why is good? Like it still be. That's what I'm saying. People wait till it's bad, like to end it. End it at a good note. Throwing, throwing pots at each other, hitting each other with. And be like, oh, it's over. Like, oh my god, bro. <laughs> That's facts. Hitting round the nail, bro. Like, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, see the signs before it gets there. That's what I'm saying. It's okay to say, like, yo, you, it, you unhappy. Like, it's cool. I'm I'm not going to scar you. I'm going to let you go. Like, go mm-hmm. go test your value. Go see your worth. Mm-hmm. Never know. Maybe maybe they'll come back. And after she go see what the other dudes mm-hmm. is like, she come back to you like, oh, uh, <laughs> I see what you're talking about. <laughs> I see like, <laughs> Yeah. But sometimes, but once again, sometimes the, you be that different yeah. person that she's talking to. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, it's just like you gotta give her time to get used to it. Exactly. In a sense, yeah. of like I, 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 I think like to to basically to um to establish any healthy relationship, um especially a uh, marriage. What I've I've from what I've seen in my life, like through my parents. And like just around me, um, you talk about Chris when Chris said fruitful. Like that term is like it's it's not used a lot or it's not used enough. Is what I would say is because like you got, people always think about like you know, um, and I have it in my bio for our Master Studios. It says um, when basically when when something's ter- when something is torrential, the harvest is inevitable. Ooh. Like and right, so when you talk about like plants all that other type of stuff like you know we have torrential downpour when ah. something's just consistent 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 like mm-hmm. you're gonna harvest something out, out of that eventually so if y'all consistently you feel me building your relationship and by building our relationship you have to mm-hmm. understand that it's not just building a relationship like christian said it's building yourself so mm-hmm. when you're constantly changing yourself building changing yourself building changing yourself building and y'all both building in the same direction Bro, mm-hmm. the, the amount of power in that relationship and the amount of things that I can pick off that tree is going to be mm-hmm. crazy because, yeah. A, yeah. A, a, like, it's 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 literally the only thing that can come from that is like if y'all if y'all both pushing each other in the, in the proper direction and y'all both you know positive like minded thinkers, you you're gonna run into a couple of uh, instincts where it's like you know y'all might have a fork in the road and might not you know understand that's just a part of life. And I think that's yeah. what people don't people don't realize is like they something becomes inconvenient and it becomes uncomfortable. And so to them they just want to throw everything away. But when you start feeling uncomfortability and you start feeling, you know, that's when growth is about to come. So people will, yeah. you know, wait, like you said, wait for things to get bad. And then, and then people be thinking like, oh, like, oh, things are really bad right now. Like we could make our way out of it. We could do this, we could do that. But it's like, nah, the reason why it's bad is because, you know seven seven turns ago you you ignored a, a major sign and it's like now yeah. you would have to go back in order to fix that not work from the point of broken right now yeah yeah but what, what time are we at right now too uh 49 minutes we gotta start what's wrapping up yeah what's the total like all right when you start doing that now then? yeah we're good Um, so just give me your closing thoughts on, you know, you want to go first? Uh, you, you could, you could, you could start it off. All right, cool. So for, I think my closing my thoughts on just marriage and just millennials, and I guess we're in the process of getting towards that in our life, whatever path rate we're going at, I would say kind of the same thing I've been saying consistent with this whole month is man, the most important thing is that internal growth because the, the internal growth is what then affects the relationship. But then just to add on to that for today's conversation is, 
you got to have a purpose and you cannot, man, you cannot be consumed in a relationship because I never at a point in your life should you, the relationship be the most important thing in your life. Like, it's just, I guess, like Asante said, it, it doesn't lead to a, it's not going to lead to a fruitful relationship. Like the most important thing in your life should be your purpose. And that comes from within. Nothing that is external should ever be taken first because when all external things are taken away, you're left with what's internal and that should always be prioritized. Uh, my wrap up thoughts is just with marriage, it is basically before marriage, the conversations that need to be had is how many band-aids you have mm. and do you see yourself connecting, being with one spiritually with that person? Because if that can't happen, then there's no telling what type of demons or what type of obstacles you're going to face. And just simply like marriage can't, a ring can't determine a man's love in no situation. Mm -hmm. If he wants to give you that ring, he feel like you deserve it. Mm -hmm. He just want to give you what you want. But a man's love will never be, you can, you, you, there's no price on it. Mm -hmm. So marriage should not be the ultimate commitment to me. Yeah. Well, it it, will, it won't be the ultimate commitment for me. Yeah. Uh, my my closing thoughts is pretty much the same as what I said before. Like you have to meet someone who's going to be a life companion and um build like life, not just build your yeah yeah your relationship together. But build a life, build yourself separately, and make sure that you know you're. And in this in the same breath, you feel me? Like the same way they're gonna make sure that you're straight, you make sure they're straight, and then y'all make sure each other I mean, you make sure your own shit is straight. And then when y'all come together, you're gonna be a force. And um just you know, take take things into consideration when dealing with new people. Uh pay attention to red flags, pay attention to, you know, verbiage, um, past traumas, because it's things that that just don't mesh. If you come from a, a household of abuse, and um, the person, you know, doesn't really see a problem with that. And they feel like that's the way that they can, you know, get their anger out. That that Those two lifestyles are never really going to match. Make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're paying attention to, like, the people that, that, that you're having around you. And um, the, the amount of effort that you put into the, to, to, to the relationship. And that you're still carrying out, uh, like, like what Sean said before, carrying out your own, pur your, your own purpose. And, um yeah, just doing things to, to leave a legacy because at the end of the day, that's what's that's what's gonna be here after you long gone is your family. Awesome. And what you did. Right. Keep the family close. Facts. So uh thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. Whether you stop listening after 15 seconds, whether you made it to this point, we appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Um follow us at the demigod chronicles underscore uh me at underscore underscore demigod underscore christian at cb.lopez and sean uh just give yourself a shout out let the people know where they can find you uh my instagram is underscore sj1 <laughs> you'll probably never find <laughs> <laughs> he said he deactivated right after that <laughs> right. oh man uh, but yeah, uh, just everybody, you know, remember to take care, you know, yourself, take care of everybody around you. Uh, definitely going to be uh, hearing more from Sean on our page. Um, definitely would love to have you back, Sean, anytime, you know, 
Um, once, once everybody there in person, you know, it's going to be a, a lot better. But the energy was really good today. Great conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris, you got some Spanish for the people? No. Uh, just thank you for listening. Uh, and tune back in, man. You know what time it is. Demigod Chronicles. Facts. Bow.